Today on the Evangelist podcast, we're talking to Graham Miller, CEO of London City Mission, on online evangelism. The Evangelist podcast from Revival. Find out what's new in telling people the good news about God, the world and you with Andy Brinkley and Glenn Scrivener. Welcome back to the Evangelist podcast. This is the show where we encourage you in your witness to your friends, your family and even complete strangers. If you like listening each week, we really appreciate a rating and review. It helps us get seen by more people. Just go to revivalmedia.org slash iTunes or revivalmedia.org slash Stitcher and that should take you directly to the podcast page where you can leave us a rating and review. We'd be very grateful if you did. We've got 10 stars last time I looked. Wow. 10, 5 stars. 10, 5, 50 stars. 50 stars. Hey, you like the American flag. <laughs> So this week, Glenn, we're talking to Graham Miller, um, as we did last time, about online witness and particularly how it relates to London City Mission. So, Graham, uh, London City Mission exists to share Jesus with all London. Now, how does the internet fit into that? Because it's, you know, obviously worldwide, ge- not geographically located as such. Yep. Well, in the in the past, it didn't fit in at all. Uh, it's really only... Um, maybe three or four years ago that uh, people became aware of the the power of the internet and uh, even today we don't have uh, specific people who full-time are um, are dedicated to making the most of the internet opportunities Um, but it's very much something that uh, I I have on my heart and uh, I, I think it's it's the way people communicate today, and so we need to be able to speak the language that people are communicating in. Mm. If people are speaking internet, then we need to uh, we need to get them there. Mm. Mm. How, how have you seen the internet used effectively for evangelism? Oh yeah, yes, I have I have done. Um, so actually, some of our missionaries are doing it uh, just off their own bat. Mm. Uh, I, I've seen people having open discussions over the internet. It can that can be more difficult because um, you end up with one or two trolls who just mm. want to hammer, <laughs> uh, hammer the internet evangelist uh, for the fun of it, and it's, it's futile. Yeah. Uh, what I've seen more effective is having kind of walled gardens where people are uh, invited to a particular group uh, for discussion, and you can have still pretty heated debates, but it, everyone's there on the understanding that we're trying to be constructive and not um, not being foolish. So I've, I've seen Facebook used for that. I've mm. seen uh, Twitter discussions. Uh, in the past, we would we would often set up cafes uh, and community centres to get people meeting together, and then we'd go and meet them there and share the gospel there. I guess a forum on the internet is the new is the new cafe where people meet so yeah. we we still need to be meeting people there yeah what would you like to see in the future as regard to uh, online evangelism well just as i've uh, as i said uh, last last week thinking about uh, london a one size fits all doesn't always work mm-hmm. with uh, with the whole of London. Polish people are different to Caribbean people who are different from Bangladeshi people who are different from white middle class people. And so actually finding, uh, having the resources there in different different languages and also in different um, kind of cultural worldviews mm. to be able to really reach out to people would be 
would be ideal. Um, I've been one of our missionaries, Imtiaz Khan, has hmm. has really done a lot of thinking uh, to relate to angry young Muslim men who've been trained up in um, kind of anti-Christian apologetics who want to be able to go verse for verse to be able to challenge uh, Christians to uh, think more deeply about Islam and he, he's able to refute those things mm. I would like to see the kind of resources that he's put together that he at the moment he'll share them with about 30 people in a training session mm. uh, down the East End the internet gives him the opportunity to share that much much more widely yes. so both the, the basic resources being there so mm. You should be able to go online and think, oh, I'm meeting with a Somali friend tomorrow. Let me get some useful resources to share with them. Um, I'd like there to be more resources, but also more specialists who can actually hit the different target groups. Uh, I mean, obviously, one of the drawbacks of of the Internet is it's not face-to-face. And so, you know, obviously, the ideal is, you know, an embodied kind of face-to-face relationship where you can physically serve somebody else and that kind of thing. Um, but uh, does does that mean that sort of internet evangelism is a dead loss? Do, should we should we just concentrate on having people over for meals and that kind of thing? Or yeah. well, I I think it can only ever be part of the answer because at the end, I, I really believe that churches need to be the best the best apologetic and the best gospel mm. witness that the the love of a community together is uh, is just an amazing an amazing thing. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to an African brother today from Zambia who was saying, ah, oh, the problem with the problem with Christianity in the UK is that people are so private uh, that their lives are hidden away, mm. and actually their gospel witness is hidden away because people are being loving, but it's all behind closed doors because no one can actually see their life because mm. we're a bit reserved and we don't share life with one another. Mm. Um, I actually think uh, the internet then um, is an opportunity for us to knock down some of the walls. Yes. Um, mm. You know, people can see my thoughts, my opinions, what yeah. I'm up to, yeah. uh, pretty much 24 hours a day on Twitter or Facebook, and they can see the real Graham, and they can see whether I'm being loving or whether I'm losing my temper and getting angry with yeah. with people. Um, and so I think I think it does give us an opportunity to uh, to to be a powerful witness to to friends and family in a real way and to uh, and to strangers who have never even met mm-hmm. but I, I still think it's it's just part of the picture so whereas in the past london city mission would be getting along meeting someone at a cafe for example but encouraging them to get stuck into church um, you know it's still just a step on the way we still need people to be followed up on mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. Actually, I hadn't I hadn't really thought of that before. In in, in terms of actually, social media uh, makes us more sharing, gets over our reserve. I think that's yeah, that's absolutely true, mm-hmm. isn't it? I guess people can see your status on your Facebook instantly, and and then judge you against your status. If you call yourself a Christian, they can kind of hold you to that, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. If if I'm the head of London City Mission and I put. I put photos up there that I think are quite funny of me getting drunk on a mm. on a Friday night because you know, people think, oh right, so <laughs> that's the kind of person yeah. that's the kind of person you are. Then Graham, oh well, that's interesting to know. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, it's 
uh, I, when I was in China, I was completely under the spotlight 24 hours a day. Yeah. I pretty much had to assume that my phone was being tapped and I was being watched by the security guards outside my flat and uh, people were talking about me. There was a babysitter helping out around the house who I know was friends with a secretary who was working in my office who was friends with someone else who went to church with me on a Sunday and my mm. my whole life was under mm. scrutiny and so I it made me think wow I have to uh, live a I really have to live a joined up life. Um, mm. People are going to see me get a bit cross and they'll have to see how I cope with that as a Christian and uh, to a certain extent uh, that happens today for the average person who's on social media all day that people are seeing how their uh, their friends can see what they're like yeah, yeah absolutely and these are things that Christians should bear in mind as they use social media um, do you think that Christians give much thought to their online witness from my experience, just I think a look at some of my friends, I think often very, very little. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm seeing it flash up on the screen telling me that in work hours they're playing Candy Crush or something like that. <laughs> but you know, it's, you know, it's all all very well. But actually, you know, they're meant yeah, to be they're yeah. meant to be Christians, and so yeah. they're sealing off their boss because that's work time. And you think, well, that's not it's not really a good a good witness, but because it's seen as a bit of a game, oh, I'm just playing on the internet mm. for a while, um, it, it, it's all right to put, put out dirty jokes or, mm. or, mm. or put up a photo which is slightly racist. Or, mm. in, in fact, uh, with, as Christians, we need to be Christian 24 hours a day. That's, that's really what we're, what we're called to. We're, and, uh, Kids, my kids see me. If if I'm, you know, preaching Christianity on a Sunday, but then I'm screaming at my wife through the week, they'll see that I'm being a hypocrite, and they'll think, yeah, that Christianity is a load of rubbish. Mm. And it, it's just the same with our our friends and family who are watching us on social media. Mm. Um, we really need to have an integrity, and I I would encourage. Uh, it's the kind of thing that should be said from the front of a church, just not not all the time, but once a year. Are you are you being a good witness in every aspect of your life, mm. in the workplace with your attitude to your boss, mm. it, on social media with your attitudes that you're sharing there? Are are you being a good witness 24 hours a day in front of your kids? And it, it's just another part of that. So uh, social media has become part of the world we live in. Yeah, uh, and we need to stop treating it as a game where it's all right to mess around and behave badly. Yeah. I, f- I often find sort of bitterness and unforgiveness and, and just sort of harsh words are kind of the, the, the thing that you see on sort of Facebook walls all over the place. Just people, yeah. you know, my boss did this to me and what an idiot and, and just out it comes. And I was reading uh, Philippians yeah, 2. I, yeah, go I, on. Guess, I guess people feel that there's a secrecy yeah. So you, you you end up with um, with the road rage effect, where yes. it's all right to scream at someone when you, where you're in the safety of your own car, whereas if you banged into them yeah. on the street face to face, you'd yeah. apologise. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it ha- happens all the time. Uh, uh, if Mark Driscoll or uh, Tim Keller, John MacArthur, they they say something, you'll mm-hmm. you'll see a, a a load of vitriol poured out upon them by by fellow christians and you mm. just think why mm. why are you doing that we all know as 
as Christians, if someone offends you, you're meant to go to them privately first of all. So have you have you sent them an individual email? Have you mm-hmm. have you done any of those things, or are you just spouting um, straight off because that's uh, you know giving vent to your spleen? I I would uh, I would very much encourage people just to see this as another aspect of their of their life that everyone is looking in at. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was reading uh, Philippians two fourteen. Do, do all things without grumbling or arguing, and I just thought, well, that's that's kind of social media, isn't it? We we sort of grumble about one thing, and then we argue about what, about the grumbling. But, yeah. uh, but what what a different witness it would be to to model something different of of Christian contentment and joy and building others up. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I think I think it's all right to uh, there's certain things it's all right to work through in in public so uh, if you're thinking of quitting your job i i don't think you should discuss it publicly because <laughs> your boss is going <laughs> to find out and it will be uh, yeah. embarrassing but uh recently i've been deciding uh, which school to m- send my son to mm. and i've i've shared some of my worries with with friends and non both non-christian and christian friends have been able to look at it and think wow i'm really trying to think what is going to be helpful mm. in in molding a godly young person and of course the parents are going to be the main person but there's still the attitude of the school and so should i be sending my kids to the place that's going to train them for oxbridge or should i send them to the place that is uh, got a really wonderful christian headmaster and mm. is going to be teaching them the right way to live what are my decision points and i, I i've had a go at just talking that through and worrying about it and mm. letting people think about it. I, I, it's a helpful thing, but we, we should be a bit careful when we start saying, oh, well, I I'm really hate my boss. and uh, yeah. Because it, it's not a Christian sentiment. If you've got a bad issue with your boss, you should really go and talk mm. to him. Yes. And what about beyond kind of um, modelling something positive about the Christian life per se? Um, how how do we go about sort of positively engaging um, gospel conversations online, do you think? Yeah. Well, again, um, I think that one of the best witnesses is of um, churches working, working together. Uh, so the way mm. people love each other, the way, you know, I move house and people offer to help me out, mm. and uh, I've got some issue and somewhat... Uh, Allowing allowing my non-Christian family to see all of that is a is a wonderful thing. So um, just um, just see sharing life with people and allowing them to see. Yeah, we need to get on and be loving and kind and helpful. And uh, if I found a verse in the Bible this morning, which was a real inspiration to me, uh, explaining why it was an inspiration to me, it doesn't. I'm not um, mm. I'm not having to kind of uh, stand and spout hellfire to all my friends and family every morning but i can share something about my walk in a mm. in a personal way because it's social media it's not the same as sending out an email to everybody they can have a look or they can ignore it however yep. much they want mm. um it, it's actually quite a safe it's a safe way to share something uh, about my faith with with friends and family where they can just block me if they if they're no longer interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I often have that same kind of um, questioning in mind. I've, I've got, I've got, 
a number of non-Christian followers on, on Twitter and just always trying to think, well, okay, two-thirds Bible verses going out there and then and then maybe one-third, you know, playing silly uh, hashtag pun games and that kind of thing to yeah. try, and, try and bait the hook a little bit. But um, they're, they're awful, don't look. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mute. Yeah, mute the, all. Every hashtag from me, just mute it. But, yeah, yeah the, the, the other thing is I think we need to be careful when we get into argue. When we get into discussions with with people about our faith, mm. we need to be careful. Just the same as uh, as when we're face to face with someone, that we're we're dealing with the issues and not the man. So it can mm. quite quickly be to generate into uh, you said this, you're you're a horrible person, and it becomes personal. Yes, and trying to keep um, rather like interview practice for someone who's going to appear on TV. You need to remember what you're trying to get across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Jesus loved the lost, and he reached out to all kinds of people. Oh, yeah, but you Christians are all rubbish. You, you, like, you never do anything for the lost. Yeah, but uh, we do make mistakes. But the good news is Jesus came for all kinds of people. When he came, he came for tax collectors and prostitutes. And stuff. Yeah, but so and so the Christian, they did that. Yeah, well, they'll have to stand up in front of God themselves about about those issues, as we all will, that... The good thing is, as a Christian, we've got hope that we can be forgiven because we put our faith in Jesus, and we keep, you know, we keep coming back to the yes. the issue of Jesus. So I, th- I think there's, uh, I've seen a few times when it's gone wrong where people have got quite personal and horrible, mm. and of course it's it's not just then between two people when it's embarrassing, but mm. it's in front of uh, several thousand followers, yeah. and uh, yeah. Yeah. and it brings the good news of Jesus into disrepute. So. I think I think people do have to be careful, just as you do when you're going down in black and white. Uh, I give more thought to writing a letter to someone uh, than I would about what I say to them. If when I go onto the internet, it's going down in history. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Graham, we're we're nearly at the end. Do you think there's a a place for, if you like, blocking out a morning or something, and, and specifically to go out and do? Uh, online evangelism? Well, I think there's a role for online evangelists, just as a... So not everyone's called to be an evangelist, but everyone should be ready to share the good news. Mm. Not everyone's meant to be an online evangelist, but everyone should be sharing their life in a Christian yeah. way. And uh, and yeah, for, for the few who are, are particularly good at it, good at their apologetics and then looking looking for those opportunities it's very easy on facebook you can set up a group you invite a whole bunch of people to it and you put all kinds of interesting news stories and just discuss the news just Mm. put put things in there that's that's what i've seen done at london city mission Uh, people said have you have you seen uh electricity bills what do you what do you think about that they're all going up by 30 percent you'd be surprised it's a short walk from a serious conversation to a gospel conversation and so we need to be uh we need to be looking at for those opportunities and yes a few people should dedicate half a day a week to it mm. brilliant well thank you so much graham that's been very helpful not only last week thinking about uh, the work of london city mission but also thinking about our online uh witness uh people can catch up with your ministry lcm.org.uk is that right that's right, or they can follow me at windy underscore London. Fantastic, as I do, and uh, and you're you're, also, <laughs> you you're always much, linking to very very interesting things. So thank you. Thanks very much, Graham. Thanks. Blessings on you both. God bye bless. Bye bye then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to the Evangelist podcast today. If you have any comments about today's show or you'd like to share it, you can go to this episode's webpage, revivalmedia.org slash TEP32. Next time, we're going to have Gavin Tight on the podcast, and he won the Nativity Factor on ITV yeah. for his beatboxing nativity. Beatboxing nativity 2011. Um, I, I still remember it. I, I shared it lots on Facebook a couple of years ago, and uh, and I've now gone onto his website, and he's he's basically um, kind of wrapped his way through uh, all of Luke's gospel. Um, really? So yeah, no, it's fantastic. We'll we'll listen to some of that and. Uh, and uh, yeah, see how he has sought to kind of engage with folks online. He's a, he's a minister in the Church of England, and also sees himself as a as very much an evangelist. And and yeah, it'd be great to think about online witness with him. Okay, well we'll we'll look forward to that next time. Just before we finish, I want to tell you about our daily prayer bulletin. It's a small twenty four page booklet that tells thirty one stories of what God is doing around the world. Did you know that the church in Egypt is uniting in prayer despite the recent unrest or that the Wayu tribe in Colombia are enrolled in Bible training? Well, you can hear more about it in our prayer bulletin. You can get it free of charge by going to revivalmedia.org slash bulletin. Again, the web address for this episode where you can comment and share, etc. is revivalmedia.org slash TEP32. (laughs) 